Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Dr. Elena Janjigan. I'm a medical oncologist and chief of GI Oncology Service at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York. We are concluding the ASCO GI 2024 Congress, and it's been such a pleasure to see some updates and new abstracts uh, at this meeting. Uh, we will highlight uh, some of the first-line upper GI abstracts. The theme has been uh, to look at quality of life in our patients in first-line setting, and there were, were at least two abstracts that we will highlight, and there's been more, uh, looking at health-related quality of life, both with immunotherapy-based uh, treatments and targeted agents. So abstract 286 looked at uh, health-related quality of life in first-line HER2-positive patients treated in Kino at 811. As you recall, this is a phase three study that changed practice in first-line patients uh, treating with embolizumab plus trastuzumab and chemotherapy compared to placebo trastuzumab and chemotherapy. And the FDA and the EMA had approved this combination based on uh, the progression-free survival and overall survival benefit that's uh, what appears to be meaningful. We're also looking at uh, the quality of life of these patients. With addition of a more chemotherapy and more immunotherapy, there was no detriment. In fact, the quality of life was very much preserved. Uh, patients had done well uh, because of improvement in their cancer-related symptoms. The immune-related uh, immune adverse events did not dramatically worsen their quality of life. And so we looked at 12 months, both with pembrolizumab versus placebo, um, and the quality of life was preserved. Shifting gears from HER2-positive to clotin-positive uh, uh, population, uh, as you recall, the clotin inhibitors are rapidly entering the market. First in class is medication called Zolbituximab, which is a naked monoclonal antibody targeting clotin 18.2. This is an important uh, target as it often does not overlap with HER2 or PDL1. And so the abstract 372 looked at the management of nausea and vomiting following first line Zolbituximab and chemotherapy treatment clotin 18.2, HER2 negative metastatic uh, gastric and gastroesophageal adenocarcinoma. This is the conglomerate of the data from the Spotlight and the GLOW study. So uh, by way of background, clotin 18.2 certainly always overexpressed on preferentially on the cancer cells, but also in the normal gastric epithelium, uh, especially if it's been eroded by inflammation or dyspepsia and reflux. And so for patients with uh, in whom gastric primary is present or the stomach is present in place, Nausea and vomiting is the rate-limiting step on a lot of these uh, combination strategies. Certainly, chemotherapy can cause nausea and vomiting as well. So, Abstract 372 explored the uh, utility of different types of uh, medications uh, and uh, a strategy of how clinicians can mitigate see these nausea, uh, because particularly since uh, if we cannot continue the nausea, you know, the treatment, the efficacy could be impaired. So spotlight and glow studies are large studies, phase three, and we have a large population of patients that we can explore. 
And the uh, summary was to look at uh, drugs like 5-HT3 inhibitors or Lundansentron and Pelinacentron, and uh, also NK1 inhibitors like Fosipropatans. Uh, uh, so what we see is that uh, from the study is that slowing down the infusion substantially uh, improved uh, the quality of life and uh, reduced the nausea and vomiting. And also using some of these drugs prophylactically in combination of steroid with steroids um, has also dramatically improved the tolerance. So the first 68 zolpituximab treatments of weeks 18 and 24, you know, really are the key uh, periods of nausea vomiting. The patients do get used to the regimen or it's, they tachyphylax in the way that the nausea vomiting subsides substantially. So these abstracts suggested the use of prophylactic steroids and nausea medications and slowing down the infusion uh, as a way to mitigate and improve quality of life, which clearly has been uh, demonstrated. So exciting time in gastric cancer, a lot of targeted agents. And now the data is focused more on quality of life improvement, not just survival improvement, uh, which is very important to see. And we're happy to see these updates. Thank you for your attention. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME, LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.